Let's move the microphone over here. <clears throat> Hello, and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio or about to do. I'm recording the intro beforehand, and I just need to drag over the alien sketch so we can play that out. Where's it gone? Should say alien dog. There we go, alien dogs. <clears throat> Spoiler alert, there might be an alien news story in today's show. So look, there's the news stories over there. There's my little notes. We did this thing on radio where we looked at some pointless stories from the news. It had lots of songs in it. People like the songs. No one really talks about my bit. And then we edited it down to a podcast that sounds an awful lot like this. What's on today's show? What's it all about, Stevie? It's a very good question. Um, loads of stuff ahead of us. I will prove astrology wrong forever, ever, ever. That's by the end of today's show. Boris Johnson's in the news. Remember him? We've got a jingle for that. We'll get that out there. Good news if you enjoy diesel. Um, bad news if you enjoy tea. Good news if you like getting money from billionaires. I'm just sorting out the notes now. And then something about a bank. Oh, plus there's a dog story, I think. Or maybe that's what the alien talks about. So in theory, I don't know that. Do I? Um, not my first go at this. You think I'd know it by now. Now, if you've been listening to this show for a while, well done. You've got um, stamina, I think was what it is. But if you've been listening for long enough, you'll realise quite often we talk about alien news. Because for some reason, if you read tabloids, there's loads in the news about aliens. It's kind of that bus found on the moon style journalism. Do you know what I mean? Probably all nonsense. But it fills the show. And it's become something of a, of a cliche, of a trope that we do often. So imagine my surprise to hear that Johnny Vaughan, who's a great broadcaster, is set to launch a new podcast about aliens. Alright, is he doing my idea? Alright. The 56-year-old star will chat with some of the biggest names in showbiz about their out-of-this-world experiences. Oh, and then, yeah, get celebs in, because they'll know a lot about that. Alright, oh, no, 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 it's fine, no, it's fine. No, because he'll then have all of the funding of all the people putting money behind him. He'll be synonymous as a broadcaster on radio who does a thing about aliens. Oh, no, I'll just, no, I'll go away. It's fine. Because, look, my biggest worry is not even Johnny Vaughan replacing me. He's a better broadcaster. I'm aware of that. But I'm more worried about the aliens trying to broadcast like I do. Because they can receive radio waves. What happens if they try and broadcast it back on, I don't know, 107.5 megahertz? That's going to hit me where I live, because I'll be sat here talking and there'll be static that would... Earthlings, we have been monitoring your radio broadcast to learn about your species. A dog-friendly shopping centre in Glasgow has decided to ban dogs because of the terrible smell. Apparently, the dogs said it's not much better outside in Glasgow anyway. Ha 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 ha. Comes back to me to point out that if eventually he ends up doing a sketch where he's interrupted by aliens, might as well just go home. Do you know what I mean? This one's interesting. It's celebrity news, but Larry's busy working elsewhere this week, I think. Um, Harrison Ford's wife won't fly in his vintage planes after the crash that almost cost him his life. That second part of the sentence really makes me think she's got a good point. The Star Wars legend, 80. Alright, so he's an 80-year-old who flies planes. And his wife says, oh, you're flying planes like the one that you crashed. Nah, I'm all right, mate. So I think she's on to something. So she's got, a, she's got a point. However, how do you turn down the fact that it's Han Solo, like giving you a lift? Well, in that old rust bucket, she may look old, but she did the Kessel run in under 12 parsecs. Um, but then it dawned on me, maybe he's a genius. Because 
One thing I get annoyed at is that if we drive anywhere, it's me who does the driving. I think, oh, just, you can drive as well. And quite often in relationships, it'll go that way. One person will say, oh, I don't really feel like driving. And the other person will do all of the driving. And it's not fair. Whereas he probably got annoyed with doing all the flying and she was doing none of the flying. He crashed one and then she never went in there again. So there's a strong chance that if all I do is like some slow impact, you know, Sainsbury's car park crash, I could make sure I'm never allowed to drive that car when she's in it. This Harrison Ford guy's a genius. Normally I say something that I think many people could enjoy. This one is really for one person. A billionaire is giving away 2.4 million pounds to random strangers in a draw. Gina Reinhardt, and just let me say Gina, I think you're really onto something. It's a clever idea. You're a genius. You're beautiful and genius. Plans to hand out 58,000 pounds in cash to 41 lucky people. I still think, even though I'm not going to get 2.4 million, I still think you're very clever. You're 58,000 pounds worth of clever and you're very beautiful. But to be in with a shot of winning, they have to have worked at Reinhardt's firm at Hancock Prospect. Oh, you stupid idiot. Who gives away money? You're a billionaire. What kind of a self-respecting bill... Do you like the rest of them and fly to the moon, you absolute waste of... Thought I was onto something then. It's time, 107.4... Oh, by the way, Jeff Bezos, if you're listening, you're beautiful. You're a beautiful man. Has anyone ever said that to you? You're a beautiful man. It's been a while since we've dusted off this one, but do you remember when we did... Boris Watch. Oh, watch. Yeah. Boris Watch. Oh, yeah, Boris Watch. Oh, three of them. That was we, back in the day when we really used to overbake jingles. But he's back in the news. Apparently, he has declared nearly £2.5 million for speaking gigs. And look, I speak for a living, not just on radio, but my live stand-up. And by the way, tonight and tomorrow, Bethnal Green, Backyard Comedy Club, I'm, I'm seeing it. I'm hosting the show. Doing on stage loads. Will I get 2.5 million for it? I mean, I don't want to show you behind the curtain, but no, I definitely. No. He got 2.5 million pounds for speaking. Do you think he charges more to make it understandable? Look, because he's the guy who can put Latin in the middle of a sentence for no good reason. And I think he probably does that so he upsells you. Like, simply another two, two, two million pounds. I, 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 I would edit out all of the, the ba 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 noises. Do you know what I mean? For that much, for that much money, I'm brutally honest, it's probably worth it. Earlier on, previously on the show, we were talking about Harrison Ford. His wife won't fly with him when he's flying the plane because he's a pilot. He's, you know, he's a pilot. Like he can fly planes. Not the other kind of pilot. He's not a small flame that keeps... Maybe he is. I don't know. I don't know. If you are, watch your diet. You're having too many beans. But, he says, having windy pops himself. My, I was saying he's a genius because by crashing the plane, his wife now never gets in the plane, he never has to fly her anyway. I should do the same with the car because then I wouldn't have to do all the driving. Turns out I'm not the only one. I'm, I'm slow in this. Harrison Ford and everyone else, because Chris says, it's like when you do the dishes, break one of the expensive plates, and then you never have to do the dishes again. I've been stood around doing dishes like an absolute idiot. As soon as I get home, I'm gonna do some crockery in, and that's it, all right. That's it. you live and learn on this show, don't you? It's basically public service broadcasting. Thank you for your messages. You can email on air at time1075.net. You can tweet at Mr. Stephen Allen. Track us down at time1075 underscore FM. Although maybe I shouldn't have said out loud on radio that I'm going to go home and break it. Because if, if she listens to this or the podcast. Okay. 
I'm not going to go home and break any plates. And if I do accidentally do that, it's probably because I shouldn't be trusted doing the washing. There you go. Now who's as clever as Harrison Ford? This is the best news story I've found in ages. Ages. Because we're going to end up saying mean things about astrology. And I don't really believe in astrology. And then I'll do some terrible joke like, oh, typical Capricorn. <laughs> but here's the news story. Astronomers, different. Astronomers have discovered a ring system around the newly discovered dwarf planet named Kuaiora. Kuaiora. Okay, I'm struggling with that bit, but Kuaiora, which orbits the sun beyond Neptune. They found another dwarf planet. So here's my thing. Astrologers, if that is your name. How come you never noticed that going on? Oh, no, it's the mo the motion of the planets really dictates stuff. Oh, yeah, well, what was happening with this one that no one spotted for ages? Uh-huh. Did, did you not notice that random things were happening that you couldn't explain with your nine-planet system? Or is it an absolute pile of, you know, nonsense? And I think this proves it. The fact that there was a mini-planet out there that should have been changing the tall, dark, handsome stranger you're going to meet, and it didn't, proves it's all an absolute load of nonsense. And the thing is, people who believe in astronomy, no, astrology, people who believe in astrology aren't going to be convinced by my argument. In fact, you're all sat there now going, oh, get him, typical Capricorn. The difference is, you actually mean it. We were going to mention this uh, average price of diesel has dropped to below pound seventy. I'm not really sure what to do with that, because, you know, we said the other day that tea had got more expensive, but I wouldn't recommend switching them because, firstly, your car wouldn't go that far and you wouldn't enjoy your afternoon. You know, you'd ruin those biscuits, put it that way. Um, so we're not talking about that new story. As we run out of time, we'll turn to this one. A bank boss has sparked fury by claiming that closing hundreds of branches is what customers want. Ian Stewart from HSBC has said that they want branches closing. What do they care either way? stay open and they could use them if they don't need them like i'm not crying right now that there's a barclays around the corner that i've not gone in it just seem weird anyway so uh, he reckons that the idea is that if you close more branches people will be happy mm. i think you're thinking of opening more cashier things there's nothing worse than going in a bank at lunchtime and there's one person working because they're taking the lunch oh as if as if no one could have seen this coming it does bother me that after all we went through in 2008, right, all that crisis, because bankers did some stuff, they're not even contrite. They're not even, oh, yeah, sorry about 2008. We'll put someone else on to help you pay in that check. Right, almost done. Uh, that means we can check off the stories we didn't get around to finishing this week. Trendy disposable vape should be banned, according to ministers. I was just going to agree with that, because what bothers me about vapes, firstly... When I was young, if you wanted to smoke, you had to smoke rather than have something that smelt nice. For the same reason I'm against Alcopops. When we wanted to drink as teenagers, we had to drink, like, bitter. It's called bitter. Whereas now they get things that actually taste nice. I'm not in favour. And, um, oh yeah, the other thing I don't like about vapes is that when you smell, you like, and you can smell butterscotch or whatever it is they smell of strawberry. It's just kind of marking out where people's breath has got to. Now, I know if you didn't smell it, you'd still be breathing in other people's breath. That's how life works. But it really is just kind of highlighting where people have breathed. Oh, dirty. Um, listen, subscribe to wherever you found this. You can track me down on social media at Mr. Stephen Allen. And until next time, bye.